A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And welcome to the following on Cricket Podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman, alongside me, Guy Swindles. We're here at Benoni Willow Moor Park, about half an hour outside of Jobo, for uh, what has been a truncated day's play in the second of three days. England's last warm-up coming up against South Africa. Hey, we look back at that. Uh, we hear from uh, Ollie Pope, second centurion in as many days, and also Ben Stokes, the man of the moment. You're listening to the following on podcast. So, Guy, here we are, just as uh, the DJ just starts playing its last mournful tunes. It's been the accompaniment of our day, hasn't it? It's been quite bizarre. Um, Usually the music uh, is pulled down uh, between uh, deliveries. Uh, Not so here. It's just been blaring away quite merrily. Uh, No, I think they took the word cricket club rather literally here because it's been like that all day. And when you get the DJ shouting out when someone's bowling a bit of twirly leg spin, are you all right? How's it going? Then it does sort of rather incongruous day, but uh, nonetheless entertaining. I, I love watching Ollie Pope bat this morning. It uh, looks as if he'd learned lessons. There was no chasing of the wide ball, but if it was in the slot, it was dispatched. And nice cameos too from Butler and Bairstow. Yeah, well, I tell you what, let's hear from Ollie Pope because you did catch up with him following play. Well, with Ollie Pope after um, nice knock. Looks as if you're having some fun this morning, Ollie. Yeah, um, I think I say having fun. I, I love batting, but I did try to do the hard work this morning when they bowled nicely, and then had a bit of fun for half an hour at the end, where we were given a bit of a license to try to get up to sort of four forty, four fifty. But no, I felt felt good out there, and yeah, really enjoyed it. Lessons learned from earlier in your career. I said, just hearing you saying that maybe you chased a couple of wideish ones early on, you seem to have cut that out this morning. Yeah, it's uh, something I tried to take into that second test in New Zealand. Um, to be honest, if I, I've got I've got out two or three times in for England doing it, hopefully I would have liked to play a miss and learn my lesson that way. But uh, hopefully I'm learning quickly, and yeah, I've, um, I'm trying to adapt my game just to suit uh, wherever wherever I'm playing. Batted with Joss and with Johnny Bairstow this, this morning, two decent people to have at the other end as well. Yeah, exactly. No, they're both two class players and uh, two great ball strikers as well. And yeah, the way they time it's awesome. So it's good. It's good learning off these guys and watching the way they go about building their innings. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. 
Um, and nice to get over 400 as well for this England team. I guess the feeling in the dressing room was that was pretty much job well done. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to. I think we're trying to make a big effort on when when the pitches allow so and I think we're trying to get into consistent run of scoring over 400 runs we did it in that second warm-up game in New Zealand we did it in the second test scored a good 350 in that first test and done it here today so I think if we can just keep getting better and better at that then uh, hopefully that will um, just become a habit of the side. On a personal note do you hope that's done enough to get you the nod on Boxing Day? Oh, hopefully, yeah. Um, no, I felt, like I said, it, whatever, whoever picks a side, picks a side. But as like, I know if it, my game's in place if I do get the nod, and then, yeah, hopefully hopefully I can score some runs if I do play. Seems to have uh, come on a bit, you know. He made his debut, we were there, weren't we? Saw him play against India a couple of times. Uh, then it came back again uh, against uh, Australia, I think. Uh, certainly played in New Zealand. My memory's starting to uh, uh, play tricks on me, I think. As uh, uh, Danny Rubin, the uh, ECB press guy, just drops a catch in the outfield. It's been one of those days. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's been a lot written about Ollie. And uh, in an era where batsmen have really struggled for England, there's a lot of hope and, dare I say, expectation that he could you know, fulfil a role that we've seen from the likes of, I don't know, Ian Bell in recent years. Uh, hopefully 100 test player, 20 test centuries. Not too much pressure on the guy, but today, uh, you know, one chance aside, he looked very comfortable out there and followed on really from Joe Denley on day one. Absolutely right. And I, I think it is important. England have missed that five Ollie Pope usually plays six for Surrey, but you'd hope that he could move up a spot if England needed him, if Stokes became more of the all-rounder. But at the moment you've got Stokes at five, you've got Ollie Pope at six. That's beginning to look like a pretty solid middle order, and England have needed that for a while. So pleased to see that he came through the way he did. I think if there was any downside today, it certainly wasn't the batting, but on a pitch that did help the batsmen, the bowlers did slog without much reward today Anderson and Stokes we know they'll be in the team they grabbed a wicket apiece but it was watching Curran and Wokes that was slightly dispiriting because this was their chance to put their hand up and say pick me for the first test and pitch apart they didn't really put much pressure on the South Africa A batsman yeah, I suppose when we look back at this warm-up, England will feel that getting runs in the bank for the likes of Denley and Pope, and you know, Burns scored a couple, uh, a few rather. Um, Sibley had a bit of time out there as well. I suppose England would hope on day three that he'd get another go. They'd, they'd feel relatively comfortable with where they're at. Uh, also buoyed by the fact that Joffrey Archer and Stuart Broad, Jack Leach, you know, were at the ground today. We haven't seen them for about three days, so it's good that they can actually uh, venture out away from the um, facilities long enough to come and join their uh, their colleagues. Absolutely right and I was out there watching as Jack Leach twirled away for quite a long time so he did a good stint in the nets today. Less so from Archer and Broad but they're going to be feeling pretty weak after being in bed for the last four or five days so it is going to take them a little bit of time to recover but England it showed today that England need them and also of course Don Bess and Craig uh, are arriving this evening. So it's interesting times as well that with Overton and Bess arriving um, as well, suddenly from having no bowlers, England are going to have loads. Yeah, 17-man score is going to become 19. I found it very interesting, actually, because um, Parkinson, who did go for a lot of runs in first innings, 
uh, or rather in the first warm-up, he much more economical today. Uh, but Joe Denny got a few overs as well, and you just wonder whether there's some thinking in there. Absolutely right. It was interesting, wasn't it? When was the last time we saw two leg spinners bowling at each end for England? Has it ever happened? I can't remember it. Um, but both were bowling very, very tidily at one stage. Uh, certainly, Parkinson was going for just over a run and over, I think, for his first eight overs. Um, and after he was going for six and over in the first warm-up match, this was a really good comeback. He also had the batsman in a bit of trouble, as did Denley. Um, so it was interesting that Joe Root did turn to spin. Um, and on the hard South African wickets, if you can't shoot them out through out-and-out pace, you need good spin bowlers. So it's been interesting to see Root as well's bowl well in the two practice matches we've seen. So, yeah, it'd be interesting suddenly England turn into a spinning side. I don't really, I don't see it entirely, but interesting watching um, that they did get a good long spell of bowling in this uh, match today. Yeah, I spoke to Charles Langevelt, bowling coach South Africa yesterday, and, um, you know, he was of the opinion that England should... Uh, he's expecting them to pick a spinner um, and certainly uh, Keshef Maharaj uh, South African spinner is, is expected to play so um, I think that uh, you know that's something that uh, we'll keep an eye on I, I tell you what we also caught up with or you, you did rather um, the man of the moment Ben Stokes who uh, had a bowl today he's had a bat and he's had a run around the outfield uh, let's hear what he had to say you've joined a little bit late this is your first practice match how do you think you've gone with bat and ball so far Ben? Yeah, good. You know, um, you know these practice games. Uh, I think are, um, you know very individual in terms of what you you need to get out of them. I guess um, you know uh, you know I spent some time out there in the middle, and if I'm being perfectly honest, I, I was I was happy at, at tea um, not to go back out just because everything felt really good. Um, you know, my movements were uh, probably as good as as they've been over the last. Um, couple of months and you know as I say I was hitting the ball quite nicely so you know that's what I mean about you know it's all about I feel like the individual in terms of how much they need and what they want to get out of these games um, and same with bowling you know getting workload through all the bowlers standing in the field and and getting used to you know days in the field um, which is why these warm-ups are very beneficial um, you know especially with these long tours final one on this given everything that's been happening off the field sports personality all the other awards world cup winner and everything else do you feel possibly south africa will be looking at you a bit more now or or and do you like that pressure if it comes uh no i don't think so um you know that's you know all those stuff from especially last award is you know completely um, oh, I don't know, outside of the realms of when you're playing on the pitch, you know what I mean? So uh, I don't think that's going to, you know, affect um, South Africa whatsoever. Um, you know, in my mind, you know, that, you know, although receiving that award was absolutely brilliant and, and something that is very special, you know, it, it's been and gone. Um, I've now got my job um, to focus on over the next couple of months, which is going to be a tough tour. And, um, you know, I'm just focusing on making sure that I can give myself the best opportunity to do well for the team. Well, he's downplaying it, but at the end of the day, Ben Stokes is the man, isn't he? And, you know, I had, it was a very interesting moment, actually, in New Zealand. I was listening to radio sports commentary and they were going through the scorecard and they were going through the wickets of the day. The, the Kiwi uh, commentators, uh, Daniel McCarty, and he said, uh, and so the wickets today, Joe Root went for 11 and then uh, the big wicket, the key man, Ben Stokes. And that's now how people see this side. I mean, maybe not so much with the ball in Test cricket, 
But with the bat, Ben Stokes, uh, the, the, the person he is, um, he has just assumed this kind of personality, this role. This um, there's no way that the, um, that the South Africans are going to be taking him lightly, and they're absolutely going to be targeting him. Absolutely, because they remember the buccaneering Ben Stokes, the one who came over here and scored a double hundred in the last tour here in a test match and blew them off the park then. what I hope they now know that he can actually play test match cricket in the old form as well. That innings at Headingley last year when he scored two in the first 73 deliveries he faced because that's what the team needed. That's what Ben Stokes can do now. Ben Stokes can bat in every single different situation he finds himself in and that's what makes him I think one of the world's great batsmen at the moment and he is the key well he and Joe Root are the key wickets you feel now as far as this England team is is concerned you get those two and you begin to get quite hopeful but he is right up there as for the bowling yes but he can always have those moments can't he he'll suddenly have the sudden burst of five or six overs, take a couple of wickets and change games. He's one of those people who can just grab it by the neck. Absolutely. Brilliant stuff, Guy. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow after day three of the warm-up, the last uh, game of uh, of competitive cricket that England are going to play. Uh, still real question marks over uh, whether the likes of Stuart Broad and Joffrey Archer and Jack Leach are going to be able to shake off this bug in time for that first test match. And if they don't play... Well then, who does? Um, Plenty of questions unanswered. Uh, Maybe we'll find out some answers uh, following day three here in Benoni. Uh, But whatever happens, we will be back on the following on Cricket Podcast from TalkSport. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. And thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.